Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Titan FC podcast sponsored by It's a 10. My name's Alexis Terosa, and as always, I am joined by the Titan FC COO, Lex, the great white buffalo, McMahon. How you doing, Lex? I'm good, man. I'm good. But you, you noticed when we took our little pre-podcast picture to post the all things social media, I had to come strapped into my office, man, because guess where I'm sitting? You're sitting right next to your best friend of all time. That's right. The Kudu. Kudu. <laughs> that son of a bitch who violently attacked me. And not only that, the pig. That boar had part of it too, man. So, yeah, I had to come into the office strapped. I had, you know, I have to be prepared to defend myself. So, you know, any of you anti-gun people, go eat a dick. Like, well, I'm I, protecting myself. I'm not much of a conspiracy theorist, but I'm going to have to lay one down on it. And I think it involves our, our guest for this day on the podcast, Shorty. He's looking for another belt. You were not going to give it to him, and he made sure to take your regular seat and sit you under the kudu. That's true. It's true. You know, Shorty harasses me relentlessly. He's like that angry little chihuahua, just always nipping at my heels about shit. I think that works on, like, so many levels. It does. That joke does work on levels. It honestly does. I call him, what, like four times a week? At least. Let's let's rephrase that. He picks up four times a week. He denies it maybe about ten. Right. Let's, I mean, we'll get to this in a bit, but... Remind me to, to touch on a certain oh, no. individual blocking on social media one Jose Shorty Torres. <laughs> oh, Just man. Re- remind me about that little tidbit when we talk about catching up on what's going on with Short Dog. Oh, we, life. Damn, now you're going to make me wait until we get to that point of the conversation. But all right. What's going on, Shorty? How you doing? I'm alive, so I can't complain. I'm you know done with surgery, almost done with complete rehab. I got maybe three more weeks until I can punch someone in the face. So I'm definitely very, very excited for that. Uh, I don't know however long until I get my next belt, but overall, you um, keep busting balls. It could be a minute. <laughs> so here's the thing: for people that don't know, Shorty is trying to go the full Demetrius Johnson route and wants the the shot with multiple belts, but unfortunately, he's being denied. No, we can take pictures. In fact, you, you, my friend, took a lovely picture with I him did, with multiple actually. belts. Correct. That is correct. As a matter of fact, I'm looking at a poster of that photo as we speak. you, you got to love Shorty. He's a shameless self-promoter. Walks into the office because he's essentially a house guest right now. Yeah. You know, hey, you know, my, my kids are out of town. My wife's out of town, so they're batching it. And um, I'm making demands. I'm making he's demands making demands. I go. But he sweetened the pie by dropping off a poster. I mean, gotta love that. Wait, He's like, wait. oh, by the way, here you go. One yeah. shorty poster. Hey, at least you get it. I'm still waiting for mine. I, I can get you one. Get As you a matter one. of fact. That's it. Hold on, let me put the mic down. Let me ask you a question. I don't know about you, but I know for me, I have yet to receive an official Jose Shorty Torres t-shirt or tank top. And I'm starting to believe, true? I'm starting to believe he purposefully did not make it for people our size. Y- you know, he, it's true. I bet you Joe Silva could have had one in a second if he was right? still a UFC matchmaker. I, I bet you. Sean Shelby pretty, pretty – but you know what? I don't think Mick Maynard – I haven't seen Mick Maynard wearing one. I, I would give Mick Maynard one, but I can't contact him. He's blocked me on social media. There you yeah, go. There can't, can't do it. Go. So can't do let's, it. Let's, let's, let's just touch on that <laughs> you right just now. just go straight to it? Want to go straight to it? Let's, let's just go straight to it. I had some other shit I wanted to – but let's talk oh, about the fact that Mick Maynard has blocked one Jose Shorty Torres – on all social media. Lay it down. I got to hear this. Yeah. So, Short Dog, for those who don't know, 
like anybody who fights for Titan, you know, I advocate. I try to do my best to help them advance in their career. Uh, in Shorty's case, you know, I think I take a special interest in, in helping him progress to the next step to the UFC because, you know, he was an amateur, albeit a very decorated amateur, amateur. but he was an amateur when I kind of found him in the deserts of Bahrain. Literally. Uh, literally. Yeah. Hiding behind some camel somewhere and, and chewing on Khabib. Uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov. Yeah, yeah chewing on his leg and, and, and standing up fighting with him. But at any rate, so I, I have been consistently speaking to the folks at the UFC. You know, I put it shorty in front of Dana. I have... Uh, Spoken with Sean Shelby, spoken with with Mick Maynard about, and you know it's all good natured. At first, Mick didn't even know who he was. Sean <laughs> knew who he was. It was a horrible sign. And horrible sign. It, it was, but in fairness, Mick had just taken over the 125 pound division, so he's still getting used to the guys on his own roster, let alone dudes outside of the UFC. Yeah. But you know we've kept the dialogue open, and and you know Shorty has taken matters into his own hands because he believes, and I think rightfully so, he's he's qualified to be in the UFC and not just be in the UFC, but but make a lot of noise. So he's kind of let it be known on social media, and he tags not just like one person at Dana White, at Mick Maynard, at Sean Shelby. Finally, Mick and I, you know, he, Mick calls me up. He's Lex, I, I think I can help him out. I got an opportunity for him to go to the Contender Series. We have like three of these phone calls for Shorty to go to Contender Series. And, you know, I keep saying to him, hey, Mick, he's injured, man. He broke his hand in that last title fight. But we would love to get him in, say, in October or November. We'll, we'll, we'll talk later. We'll talk later. Then, fast forward, and, and, and Shorty, meanwhile, is has launched a complete barrage of social media about why he's not in the UFC and, and great memes, some of the pictures you took, yeah. you know. But nonetheless, Mick calls and says, hey, I got a fight for him July, was it 8th? Something like that. Yeah, to fight Justin Scoggins. Oh, right. Would have been a great scrap. I think one that Shorty fight. would have done well with. Yeah. But unfortunately, we had to turn it down. So Shorty's been afforded opportunities, <laughs> but unfortunately, he's not, he's not able to accept right now. Right, because of his hand. You're pulling on the full Khabib card. I want to fight. Oh yeah, but not, no, yeah. I can't right now. I can't. That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> I've been doing as, as Lex has been announcing. I've been doing a full fledged get shorty to the UFC type of campaign, and uh, Mick Mick is not having it. He is definitely not having it. No, no. In fact, I I called Shorty, or Shorty was calling me, and I texted him. I'm like, no, not right now. I'm in the middle of getting my ass chewed because of your incessant posting. Oh, all right, all right. And, 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 and I said, just so, by the way, just so you know, I got something to tell you. And he brought it up what, earlier today, right? Yeah. He goes, by the way, Mick Maynard blocked me on Instagram. I go, no, no, man. He blocked you on everything, bro. <laughs> Dude, that, that's how you know I messed up because I made the post and immediately, this is, again, my my Twitter is not huge. Yeah. You know, so when it came to when I won my fights, usually when I get my most type of feedback, I get like 50, 60, maybe 70 uh, you know, likes and retweets, and out of nowhere, I put this one post, and he gets a hundred plus in a matter of like two hours. But anyways, the first five minutes, I post it twenty real quick, and it's tagged McManus, John Shelby, Dana White. In five minutes, Lex texts me, "Get off your social media until I call you." I'm like, "Oh, I'm in trouble. I did something wrong." Oh, nah, well, I guess I'm not going to the UFC. <laughs> and then he calls me. He's like. <sighs> 
shorty come on man i'm like oh you couldn't have said hello couldn't have said anything else so uh i got i got a little in trouble i got a little in trouble but here's here's the thing and this is a positive thing is this game is all about timing yeah right and you know the, the ufc now knows who shorty is from everything he's done you know inside the cage uh to how he's promoted himself and handled himself outside the cage and including the presence he's created on social media. So everybody knows now and, and, and opportunities are presenting themselves. Now it's just getting the timing and the opportunity to, to connect. But even though Mick has blocked him <laughs> and, and trust me, Mick told me he was going to block him. I'm like the ex-girlfriend side chick. You know? yeah. Exactly. You're like worse than Polly Mullen. Mick has also yeah. said, listen, I think he's an incredibly talented kid. I think, you know, he's got a bright future. I'm sure at some point we're going to get this to work, you know, but the timing's got to be right. So we're, we're on the right track for Shorty to get to the UFC. I'm hopeful I get at least one more fight in Titan for him. we got some plans. We've announced those plans. We touched on it, the winner of this upcoming fight, yeah. you know, this weekend, Ballard versus Jorge Calvo. Winner of that fight gets to, uh, to gets to fight the man, and I think the man may even go into the cage and uh, have some choice words. Oh, yeah. Um. So yeah, now am I? Will I be commentating that fight? Because I think it'd be awesome to commentate. You that are, fight. you are. Yeah. So you know, whoever wins, I'll be coming in doing the face off, and that should be interesting. Hopefully, I have a second belt you know, with me when I do that face off. Uh, good luck. And, <laughs> <laughs> Just I cover up use, Calendra's could, name. You'll I, be yeah, good. I, yeah, I could use the, no one's gonna zoom in. We'll be fine. Um, so zoom in. Got it. But yeah, you know they they've called me for the contender series and they've called to the Justin Scoggins fight and that's why Mick Maynard got upset because it made it seem that I haven't received any type of call. Yeah. What I was more referring to was you know the call up. You know, yeah. straight, hey, here's a contract. And hoping, like they did with uh, Pro Gonzalez against uh, Cynthia Cabo, they gave her, you know, a contract two months early just to sign her. So even if she was a feeder fight to Cynthia Cabo, it's like, hey, we're going to sign you so people know who you are and we can promote the hell out of this fight. And they were, and they were the part of the main event in, uh, or the main card in Mass Square Garden. So given I'm not asking for that type of thing, I don't care if I'm the first fight on the UFC fight past prelim. What I'm looking for is a full-fledged contract. And again, no one's been able to do what I've done, mainly at 5-0. and oh, I did what Conor McGregor did, but nearly three times as fast of what he did in Cage Warriors, claiming two belts. And I was actually able to defend one. Conor McGregor's never defended a belt. Yeah. You know, so Wait, are you serious? I don't think I realized that. Yeah, no, he's never yeah. defended. He's not defended one belt. He's won a shitload of belts. Well, he's even won this four one. belts. He's never defended one belt. Well, even today they announced, or yesterday they announced the, uh, was it Tony Ferguson against... Uh, yeah. yeah, the intro Kevin fight. Lee? I can't remember the other guy's name. 216, so. right? Yeah. yeah. Well, they're, they're aiming for it, but I mean, that again, interim title. Yeah, and that's the yeah. thing, you know, and that's that's why I do point out a lot of things, and I'm given now I'm becoming a little more of a drama queen about it, but it's like 5-0, and oh, two belts. Conor McGregor was famous about it because he did it, I believe, at 14-1, 14-2 for Cage Warriors, was the first one in the world to do it, and then slowly only a handful of people that have done it. Uh, Juan Archuleta's a three-way class champion, Tom the Fire Kid's a two-belt champion for Bama, uh, Bama, you know, then myself for Titan. It's like, okay, cool. Like, I'm part of the greats now. Let's get him, get me signed to UFC. No? Okay, cool. And then, you know, the biggest, again, Contender Show is a fantastic show. I'm just, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens next. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll definitely see what happens next. Well, that's good. I mean, like, I think at this point, then, you at least made the, you know, the, the big goal that you were aiming for was to get the attention. You got it. Unfortunately, the calls just didn't happen at the exact time that you needed to because of your hand. Yeah. You so. know, I, you know I, for people who don't know, I broke my hand fighting Farquhar Sherpoff in the first round and tore my MCL in the first round. So... Yeah, I'm just rehabbing, hopefully start punching people in the face the first week of September and you know, see where it goes from there. 
I was going to suggest, you know, if you didn't really get a phone call, you would should have just gone the, the Shannon Briggs route. Yeah. And just start chasing, like, Sean Shelby, like, paddleboarding. Be like, give me a fight. Make, make, a, <laughs> make, make Dude, 100% I'm telling lucky you, he doesn't funny know where vi- I live. Funny videos and just it, it, th- those rule. Rule the day. Like, yeah. we are going to do a sit-down with the production crew on Thursday. Tomorrow. Shit, that's tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Um, <laughs> we're going to do that tomorrow where we talk about, you know, where you are in your career, the, the fights you've had, and... And, you know, what you see in the future for yourself, you know, and getting to the UFC. We're going to have that conversation. We're going to put it on film. We're going to put it out there as part of the show is also uh, part of, you know, something we can put on online. But I also want to do, and let's brainstorm this, I want to do some funny videos um, with, with, with you. Oh, we could do that. Tactfully <laughs> stating your case. I mean, again, it don't matter. Mick doesn't follow you anymore. Yeah, Mick doesn't follow and, me. Don't matter. And has blocked you from following him. So, yeah, I, like, I, I oh. gotta, I gotta make, I gotta make fake accounts and figure out something now. Make a shorty fan page, you know, just on Instagram, you know, like how they do for Khabib and Conor McGregor and all these guys. I'm gonna make a shorty fan page, just post a bunch of pictures tagging you, of course, yeah. and then just just tagging I mean, making them and just tagging making them. You should just Dude, see, Khabib. Khabib is great because Aww. like he's got all of Russia, right? Mm. And they're like relentless. Like, the Russian fans talk so much shit. Oh, it's the worst. It's unbelievable. It's awesome, though. But, so, you're not, you don't have all of Russia, but you've got all of Cicero. They <laughs> yeah, are behind all of Cicero, you. Cicero, good, good Chicago base. It's crazy, because I have more fans outside of my, like, my town and city, which is which is crazy. Um, and that's because of the IMF, you know, the World Championships as amateur. But, you know, I'm trying to promote myself as, as much as I possibly can and... Sadly, Mick doesn't want to have any part in it, but I'm not gonna, yet. That's not, not true. Yet. The keyword, Shorty, don't paint a false narrative because believe <laughs> yeah. me, that's what I get told. Don't paint a false narrative and get us both in trouble. God damn it! You know what you should. He do. likes you. He thinks you're talented, and damn it, you've got a nice smile. We'll be oh, in the UFC you're so soon. Sweet. I'm He's telling you, playing his cards right. You need to just like on your fan page, just Photoshop yourself in photos with him just next to each other Man. you ever seen that there's like a guy that got famous because he would photoshop himself with all these celebrities there's like a photo of him with like jay-z and beyonce and kanye mm. in between the two you should just do that just photoshop that's, whoever that's else actually is actually not a bad idea It'd be I, might do, I might be doing that right now while we're doing this podcast <laughs> i'm looking for a photo so again, only good if he sees it. But I'm sure someone, if you, if you, you, know, you do have him on campaign, social media, someone will show him. He still follows you. Maybe he'll block you eventually, I but mean, he still <laughs> follows you. I do run the Titan FC Twitter. I mean, I could share stuff. He, he, hundred percent could. I don't. Did I don't Shorty need... just meet? You gotta, you gotta just post it. Did Shorty just meet with Mick Maynard? Is <laughs> I don't there something him. in the works? I don't need him blocking Titan FC. That would be super awkward. That'd be, that'd be pretty messed up. That'd be pretty messed up. So tell me, how's your, your how's your hand doing? Uh, so far so good, man. Yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited given my whole hand is still swollen because I have a lot, of, my whole second metacarpal is full of metal, screws, yeah. plates. So that's always going to be swollen like that. Um, but I'm just excited to get back to it. You know, it's one of those things that we've gone to two gyms today and even one of them, you know, no, no one was practicing, but I was like, man, I just want to. I want to punch something. I want to get in there. I want to move around, and I'm finally able to jog. I'm finally able to move. I've been doing a lot of rehab with M3 uh, Muscle Motion Mastery and just doing a lot of things, but it's more just I'm antsy. So you haven't even been able to, like, grapple or just even movement? You know, because, you know, it's it's my whole dominant side. One, it's the hand of, you know, I can't really – I can grip now, but – 
Um, I'm still trying to regain some of the muscle that I lost, uh, mainly in my hand, but it's being able to grip, being able to punch. Um, I can't shadow, I can shadow box, but I can't actually like practice somebody in spar because I also tore my right MCL, which is healing, but I can't take any, you know, small little twist of, let's say somebody accidentally kicks it too hard. My body might not be able to take it. And then now I'm recovering another month or another two months just to get back at it. So it's literally been doing nothing of nothing. You know, I've been jogging, but now 100% focusing on rehab. So actually, after this event is a month. It's a month of training camp to get into training camp. Yeah. You know, because it's been almost three months of just being fat and lazy, which, again, it's, it's crazy how the whole time of last year, 2016, was my year of, of becoming 5-0 and and doing so many things. But I was super busy. Yeah. And I was like, man, all I want to do is a break and, and just take a break and eat and just be fat. Like, kind of live that normal life, if you want to say. Yeah. And then... You got to oh, ride momentum, baby. Yeah. yeah. And then ride like, that wave. And then, like, two weeks in, I'm like, dude, this sucks. Like, yeah. And I'm like, to... hey, dude, I got to fight for you. Come yeah. on. Yeah. And, and then he gets injured, and now he's like, fat bastard. Yeah. I, I even said to him today, I'm like, well, what do you feel like for lunch, bro? Like, we'll, we'll you know, we got soup. options here. We got... And he goes, man, I'm not watching my weight. I'm not cutting weight. Like anything so we went and got like fast food mexican and it was awesome yeah so you, you see Rubios. how Le- you see how lex advocates this he's like fat food sure i got you come on let's go oh man this hey, is- i'm husky fight God. fight Damn week it. fight week is all straight comfort food for us i know that much like because it's just like just get food man well i mean it's crazy because you know given i bug lex already enough and no, ma- mainly no, ma- no. mainly during fight week but it's I actually—that's why I brought him to the house instead of putting him up at the hotel. Yeah. Was I figured if he's going to harass me, at least he can do it in person. Yeah, just make yeah. it more it's, personal. Let's fucking so put him to work. Yeah. So much better. Yeah, and I might be able to do some work or whatever. But at least now when I'm here, I'm starting to realize, like, yeah, I'm not. It's not my fight week, but I'm starting to realize that damn, the fighters need this. Fighters need that. There's the weigh-ins. There's the fight date. There's everything. Lex has been on his phone all oh, day, twenty-four-seven. Yeah. So it's. It's kind of like, oh, that's why you're usually more mad at me during fight week. Yeah. Okay, that's why I try my best never to call you during fight week. Well, yeah, so. anytime we, we communicate during fight week for stuff, it's like 30-second intervals. Yeah. Like, I never contact him unless it's something like instant need- information. I just like, look, I need – like, well, we had the conversation Monday. I'm like, just give me this, this, and this. I'll handle, like, everything else myself because you have to. Like, what you need, he has to do for what? 19 other people or whatever yeah. the card is 23 other people you know yeah, plus all the crew and I, I was 100% you know ready to sleep outside oh, like, by, by, by the way yeah. I just realized I gotta book a bounce house and a water slide for Saturday for my daughter's Indian nah, princess I will be so here. on top of all and set up some lifeguards so on top of all of this shit I gotta go take care of my kids mm. stuff so remind me when we're done doing this <laughs> podcast I got some phone calls to Look, make too I'll be sweet. honest. I'll be, be honest. Here. I got a little excited because it sounded like you were booking it for like, like the fight, like the after parties here. Yeah. So like <laughs> we're like, what? There's gonna be that a would bounce be house. That would be fun. However, you've met my wife, right? Yeah. It would never happen. You know who did? <laughs> do we're that. not even doing it here. She's having me do it at a friend's house who lives in the community. Oh man. My, my wife doesn't like people. That, I, <laughs> that's why I like her. I'm the same way. I hate people. I hate people. Like if someone Boy, comes knocking, I hate you too, man. I got you. No, see, like I like friends. I hate random people. Oh, we're friends. Yeah, because no. I mean, like, look, someone comes up to my house knocking on the door, and I don't expect you. I don't care who it is, unless it's a pizza guy. Because hmm. again, I know you're coming. I'm you're... not opening that door. Don't care. Pizza. Don't... I mean, any guy with food is automatically my friend. Yeah. If you're sharing, you're automatically my friend for at yeah. least for that time being, and then right. you're out of here. So uh, your hands good. You're healing up. Couple more weeks until you get back into uh, onto the mats and everything rolling. 
What do you think about uh about the status of like the UFC and stuff right now? All the craziness that's been going on. Man, there's there's so much stuff in the UFC right now where it's again a fantastic promotion, the best promotion in the world, the biggest promotion in the world. But the whole you know that's Gregor. nice that you speak about Titan like that, man. I mean, I don't think we're quite there yet, but I think we're doing good. <laughs> like we're I, good, I, and I'm glad you believe that much, man. Well, Titan, I think I think Titan's a fantastic promotion. You know, it's. It's, yeah, you can stay well, around. Well, look at <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, look at for example the Contender Series. How many guys from Titan have yeah, been on the Contender Series and been super dominant on the show? Look at the guy who won, you know, the Ultimate Fighter. Tim Elliott was the Titan FC champion. Yeah. Look at all the guys in the UFC right now. We've there have put been, over. There have been last minute fights. We've but, put over forty guys in the UFC yeah. in the past like two and a half years, and then you add the Contender Series. We've put in maybe another. Everything but one week. Yeah, I mean, we've had probably had eight, eight. fighters so far. Yeah. You know, Kurt Holobow was the main event of the first contender series, earned a contract. Grant Dawson earned a contract last night. We had tons of guys compete on it, man. You look, know? look how many guys have gotten a second chance because of Tennessee. Again, Kurt Holobow just got signed. You have Diego Lima, who took second place in the Ultimate Fighter, which, again, just getting to the championship is hard enough in the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. And representing Tennessee with that type of caliber of, of fighters in there, it's, it's huge. You know, so Tennessee, I mean... Given, yes, they are a Miami-based promotion, but there's so much talent here, it's ridiculous. I mean, look at Vulcan. Vulcan, the fastest yeah, Vulcan, rising light heavyweight. He's, number three what, now. Was it 3-0 and in the UFC now? Yeah. No, yeah. One three, of them against St. Prue. Making and now, grip, you know, yeah. big name, on the verge of a title shot. And, you know, I mean, literally, I, I called, I made the call for Vulcan. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, two days before a fight. <laughs> Who'd you call? I called Nick, actually, as a matter of fact. Damn it, Mick. Yeah. Damn it, Mick. I'm butthurt. I'm 100% See? butthurt. You pissed off but the wrong they person. Needed, I pissed off the wrong guy. Yeah. They needed an opponent, Shorty. You know, it's funny. Yeah. I was like, you know, just as long as I don't piss off anybody, I'll be in the UFC. Oh, you that. know what? There's no such blocked. thing as... Blocked. Yeah. <laughs> no such thing as bad publicity. Hashtag blocked. Oh, mm. man. Like, there's ex-girlfriends that haven't even blocked you. Speaking of which... You recently got got married, didn't you? No, no, no. I've been, I've been engaged for a while. Um, she proposed to him. She did propose to me. Yeah. She proposed to me, and then like two weeks later, we ended up buying the rings, and I ended up doing like the official proposing, right. which is hilarious because uh, we were on the Navy Pier uh, Ferris wheel before yeah. they took it down and built the, the newer and bigger one. And I'm I'm in this Ferris wheel, and I didn't know this the seat shook. You know, she knew everything was coming. I knew everything was coming. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. I know the answer because I've already said yes. She's going to say yes. It'd be kind of messed up if she said It'd no. It'd be hilarious but, if she did uh, <laughs> I would have loved it. But anyways, I didn't well, – yes, I'm afraid of heights, but I was fine. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm going to fair, so whatever. But I didn't know the seat shook. So yeah. anytime like you sat down or moved, it just rocked back and forth. It completely caught me off guard. So I'm like trying to get on one knee, and I'm like going super slow. I'm like, don't, don't you damn move. Oh, and that's with don't the MCL too, right? Yeah. And no, no, this is this is before that. This oh, right. is, and I'm just like trying to get down on one knee super slow because I just don't want this to move. And I'm trying to talk to her and say her full name and propose. But I'm like stuttering. I'm like shaking. It, it just, dude, it even horrible. though you know She's the answer. She's laughing but know, crying. Right? It's, She's it's laughing intimidating, but crying. dude. Yeah. Because God forbid the woman says no and she had some change of heart and she just dashes all your dreams. And I don't know, man. What, what I proposed mm-hmm. actually the night of my of my rehearsal dinner I, I i sat with my wife and I, and she was pregnant eight months pregnant yeah eight months oh, wow. pregnant oh shotgun wedding for sure <laughs> total shotgun <laughs> wedding um but she was eight months pregnant and i looked at her and i said you know shit i haven't proposed and i oh. pulled her aside we were we got married in uh 
Paso Robles in the wine country. And we had this great barbecue dinner um, as our, and a great band as our rehearsal dinner. And it was at this barn. So I pulled her outside by the barn. I got down on my knee, did the full proposal. Man, I was still nervous. <laughs> I, I, here we're at the rehearsal dinner. Oh, man. I was still nervous. Let me tell you my engagement story. Wait, didn't happen. Hell no, because I'm getting married. Screw that. I am good. Like you like people? Yeah, I told you I hate people. Oh man, so so you you were on the Ferris wheel, scared. Dude, I was scared. Eventually, you know, she said yes, but she's like laughing and crying because she's just laughing at how dumb I'm looking. But she's crying because of the moment, you know, because she's very happy. And then after, I have one of the kids I take care of. Um, that's just hanging out with us, but he's he's a loudmouth, so he's going to every single employee at Navy Pier going, they just got engaged, they just got engaged, they just got engaged. We go to Giordano's, which is deep dish pizza. Yeah. They just got engaged. They never brought us out a cake, which I was really butthurt about it, but <laughs> it's just everything. Like He was just like, Igor, shut up already. Like It's okay, yeah. it's okay. But uh, it, you know, it was cool, man. And uh, you know, She's actually getting a full ride to St. Louis University. Oh, right, congratulations. Sociology, uh, master's degree, so it's, you know, it's awesome. I might end up piggyback off into her uh, life insurance we'll see <laughs> or medical I insurance I think it's medical insurance medical, excuse me medical yeah. insurance you know my sport you I might, me, need, shorty. Life, yeah, I might right? need life insurance in my sport uh, and the way I fight hitting to get hit but you know she uh, she's real smart and she's doing her thing man that's so good I'm, man I'm, congratulations I'm to so you guys she's you know getting her masters I'm trying to move up to the UFC so I'm I'm at kind of limbo right now. So you I'm both are next. broke right now. We're both 100% broke. Just think of a few years. Yeah. Fast forward a few years. Shorty be making that big UFC champ champ money. You get the ride or die chick. Wife, wifey will be raking it in with her master's degree. You'll be set, man. Looking at a few years. She'll be raking it in. I'm living with her. And well, McMahon it beats living at home with your McMahon parents now. And Mick Maynard Ooh. has still blocked me and still kept me blocked on all social media. You better be careful that Mick Maynard doesn't block your parents, too, man. Yeah, he's, he's gonna block everybody related he, yeah, to the tour. Might. But you, you guys are all, I didn't just, your brother told me this. You guys are all named the same thing. Yeah. You're all Jose Torres. It's like the, give your it, mom's we, even Jose Torres, isn't no. she? Come on, don't lie. Don't lie. Josefina. Every, Josefina. Everyone's Jose Torres. You know, I actually, yeah, everyone. It's crazy, which sucked because we're all. You know, a decent amount apart. I think my dad was twenty six when you know he had me. So he's twenty six. My brother was eight, and I was you know zero when I was born. So I'm born. Yada yada yada. Live through life. I'm always the one that's home. Yeah. So anytime I picked up the phone, they're like, "Hi, can I speak to Jose?" I'm like, "Ah, uh, all right, cool. Which one? Do you want the eight year old? Do you want sixteen year old? Do you want the thirty two year old? You know, wait, just... there's a there's a little one that's eight. Well, it was me. It was me. Oh, okay. Yeah, at the time. So I'd always pick up the phone. But that's what I get sucked. for texting and doing a podcast. Yeah, right. yeah. Time. I miss parts of the story. <laughs> I think they call that lost time. Lost time. You used to say when he's the driving, GSP it scares time. the hell out of me. But it's it's one of those things that even when I was a little kid, they're like, oh, you're Jose? Oh, well, you have a good day, little girl. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot I stuff. haven't hit puberty yet. <laughs> okay, cool. This is great. So what's the reasoning behind it, though? Well, I, they just like the name? We got lazy, lazy, you know, thinking of names. I don't know. My dad was like, all right, cool. Well, the first one, automatic. Jose Torres, and it's Jose Orlando Torres, which is my dad's you know, name, so he's junior. Then we had another brother, and sadly he, he died, like I think, either two days or two weeks in, you know, prematurely. And so they named him Jose Angel Torres. I was like, oh, okay, cool, you know, Jose Angel Torres, whatever. I don't know why they named it Jose, but Angel, right. okay, cool. And then he passed away, and seven years later, I was born. So they're like, oh, we're just going to name him after the other one, Jose Angel Torres. So I was named Jose, but it just... 
I was like, uh, no one, no one in my family is called Jose. Right. It's like, uh, Dad, Orlando, Angel. That's it. And you can't even do like the second or the third. No, you can't even do the second or the third. Yeah. If you say shorty, everyone turns around because yeah. we're all short. Like everyone's below five five in the family. Yeah. So that's just. Well, it was funny. I remember that because when I went to take the photo after after the fight, I'm like, who let all these little people yeah. into the cage? <laughs> It's like, it's, it's like a whole cage full of Oompa Loompas. It's like the Munchen family. Like, well, no, actually, there. that's Ballard and his, his crew. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> but you and Ballard, man, you, you're right there. Yeah. Which is, well, no, I'm, that's why if you guys fight, it'll be hilarious. And it, yeah. yeah, this will be like the first ever stare down if he wins that I'm going to look down at someone. I've never had that, which is funny because his pro debut for Titan FC was uh, against one of my teammates. So I'm walking around my teammate. And he's like, yeah, my Gustavo Ballard, uh, I, I haven't seen him yet. He's super short. I haven't seen Gustavo Ballard, so I don't know who he is. Yeah. I don't know where I'm walking, and I look down to my right, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it scared the <laughs> hell out of me because I didn't know what it was. It's like Austin Powers. Dude, I didn't know what it was. I was like, oh, my God, that's a person. You know, because he was so close to me already. And I was like, who the hell is that guy? And, you know, my friend Carlos is like, oh, that's the guy I'm fighting. It's like, that's Gustavo Holy crap, that, that little dude's jacked. Yeah. You know, but he scared the hell out of me. I was like, wow, is this what I do to people? Because I sneak up on people all the time accidentally. Yeah. It's just hilarious. I'm 100% doing that Stefan Struve when he comes by. 100% just going to scare him as much as possible. You could probably just literally run up to him and, like, grab his leg. Oh, and yeah. Just it's, ride his leg. Well, it's funny. One of the guys uh, at the gym, they're like, uh, so you're going to come here and roll around? I was like, yeah, I'll roll around with, like, Stefan's leg or something. But we'll, we'll see. So yeah. Did you go to the combat club or to Hard Knocks? Was it hard knocks? Hard knocks, yeah. Yeah, yeah so they're, you know, Stefan Struve standing right next to me. I was like, yeah, I mean, I'll wrestle his leg, but that's that's really all I can go for. I just would have been like, I don't want to embarrass Stefan Struve. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to hurt him. I know he just got back. You know, he's doing his thing. I'm good. You know, but uh, actually, I want to take a picture of, you know, me full body frame and just have his shoulders down. Yeah. Like, I don't want to ever see his head in it. I was going <laughs> to put like, just took a picture of Stefan Struve today, you know? like You should do like those like... uh they do for like the bodybuilders, like the girls with the bodybuilders. Just put your arm behind mm-hmm. and have him like put his arms out. That's exactly <laughs> what I would like. Just, just have that, you know. But like he was sitting down when I first talked to him. I was like, "Oh, hey, what's up, man?" And then he stood up. I was like, "Dude, sitting down, you're already taller than me." Yeah. Like I really enjoyed you sitting down because he's what? How tall is he, Lex? Six. Who? No, seven. Seven. Yeah. yeah. Seven foot. Yeah. He's seven foot. Yeah. You know how awkward it is for a five four guy to look at. You, you know, know look how, that high. You're, it hurts you're my at neck. His yeah. Dude, Let's it, be honest. It hurts my neck. Do you know how awkward it is to be six foot four and never having stood next to someone that tall? Like even when I played basketball, like I played with like a lot of pro basketball you're players. Not six, you're six four. four. Yeah. I six, call four. bullshit. I call you complete check the right license. Go ahead, check my license. Uh, I mean, you I can see your license. Document yeah. you no, I can't. Really? hundred percent. I did not. Did not know that. The sir. first. I'll tell you this. First time I ever saw him, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like it took me a while to be able to process that in my head. Like there's somebody taller than me, because <laughs> I've always had the issue of being able to tell like size comparison between me and other people. Mm-hmm. And then the first time I met him, I'm like, "Holy shit, that's a tall guy." <laughs> yeah. It's- and funny enough, Damn. when Matt Mitrione was supposed to fight him, like um, I was actually training at the, the Black Zillions uh, gym, and I was taking a break between rounds, and George, who was the head coach for the Black Zillions at the time, he's like, Alex, come here. He was training Matt. He's like, Matt's getting ready for Stefan. I need you to, to just put him in half guard and just roll with him for like a little bit. Never do that again in my life. That was the worst fucking afternoon of my life, holding on to Matt Mitrione while he was getting ready for Stefan Struve. It was insane, man. So, like, the punches that that guy can take, for sure, is absolutely insane. Well, how about 
How about holding pads for him? Oh. Because I usually go with him prior to his his coaches arriving. Yeah. So I'll hold, you know, tie pads for him while he's kicking. It's like a baseball. My arms tingle like so much afterwards. Like it's painful. I would love to see an x-ray of Henry Hoof's like arms and legs. Shattered, I'm Because sure. you got to, you're, you're talking about a guy who holds pads for Stefan Struve, Matt Mitrione, Anthony Johnson, uh, Tyrone Spong. Like probably some of the heaviest hitters like fight sports have ever seen. And he's sitting there like one after the other, one after the other, holding like pads for Rashad, holding pads for uh, like Kamaru, guys like that. That's crazy, man. So he's got to have a million micro fractures all over his body for sure. Oh, yeah. All right. So let's get this going. I know. I have a couple of questions for you, Lex. What do you got? But let's not forget to talk about May Mack. Oh, Real quick. Just do, we yeah. got to touch on it. Oh, okay. my God. So for people that don't know, this just happened a couple hours ago. We've been talking about it a lot on the podcast. Here. Yeah. <laughs> just because it's relevant, topical news. You know, it, it turns out there's some good news that came out today. I, I yeah. feel like how, how could we in good conscience just gloss over that? Biggest oh. event in combat sports history. So here's the thing. So we talked about a little bit last week and or a couple of weeks ago, and Mayweather put out a post saying, let's do eight-ounce gloves. I don't care. Let's make it happen, which everyone kind of thought, like, okay, like, he's just talking shit now. Let's just whatever. It's part of the circus. They went all McGregor out. McGregor was like, oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> let's yeah. do it for sure. And nobody really believed it. Like, why would the guy who has a history of breaking hands in fights – want smaller gloves and he went all out and the nevada state athletic commission today approved it and they will be fighting with eight ounce gloves yeah man pretty pretty amazing it it, it does help you know it does help connor's chances some because for sure obviously his game is all punching power right um is the outcome really any different probably not you know, but you, you never know. I mean, all that's the thing. Connor needs one shot. He's a good enough fighter to get his one shot, I think. The question is, is it going to be that right shot? Yeah. But I think he, you know, he's going to lay some hands on Floyd. And, you know, I, I still think Floyd probably wins. But, man, I'm telling you, Connor can do it. And these eight-ounce gloves, that's part of the recipe. Well, I think it, it does benefit Mayweather. I think it's like pros and cons for Mayweather. Is that Mayweather's never really knocked anybody out, but or he knocked somebody out earlier on in his career, but he hasn't in like what ten years or something yeah, crazy like that. Uh, the last knockout he's had is Victor. My Ortiz. grandmother knocked right. somebody out. Well, the which last like time the Victor knocked somebody out. Yeah, Come but on. Victor Ortiz, like that one was like okay, you caught him off guard, you know. But even then, he's always broken hands after fights, so now he's got smaller gloves. So that to me tells me okay, that means he wants the speed advantage. Then, like, because it's the lighter glove, and his punches are gonna mean more when he counters Connor. But again, he's still gonna break his hand. He's like Bisbing, dude. He's got pillow fists. Oh man, he just yeah. I said it. it. I said oh, it. Man, he just dropped. That's that right. One. Mayweather has pillow fists, just like Mount Mike Bisbing, the Count. Whatever the hell his name. Wait, is. so you think Mike Bisbing has pillow hands? Oh, dude, we my buddies Ranger Up did a great series of videos. With like pillows strapped to to somebody's hands. This is back when Jorge Rivera was gonna or did fight him. Yeah. And uh, there's a whole series of videos that the, the the guys at Ranger Up put out, just totally mocking Bisbing. 
And uh, oh, Pillow Fist was part of it. I got to watch that. Oh, you, they're hilarious. There's did you hear ones. the shitty vacation he just had? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> that's a, that's a rough one. Yeah, that was a good one. If you guys want to look that up, look it up. But back to the to the Maymac thing. So the other event that came up has been the, the Polly Malinaji thing, where he's been flipping out, saying he got pushed down, released the footage. Dana he, finally he released proved it. out what that was all about. Oh, man. They used each other. Oh, well, he got bitch-made for sure on that one. A, I think Connor did knock him down. Oh, I, you yeah. Know, you watch the footage, and I don't—it's not a, a push. I'm no. sorry. He, he got knocked down, shut the fuck up. He came in out of shape, I'm sure, yeah. thinking I'm a two-time champ. Like, you know, of course I can handle this guy. He retired for, what, four years? Something like that? I don't think it was that long. But, you know, he was out of shape, and, you know, Connor's on his prime. So, Connor got him. Okay, no big deal. But, you know, Connor, I think, knew this was calculated yeah. that he would be able to get some great, you know, imagery and content to help fuel the fire, right? And uh, I think on the other side of it, Paulie's angling for, for a fight. He's angling he, for a fight he that he'll it out never he get. He actually came out on went on Ariel's show and talked about it. Yeah, he'll never get that fight. No. He'll never Zero get that game. fight. No way. Zero to game for Connor. It's like, okay. And nobody's going to buy it. No. No one's going to. I mean,. I think people will still buy it, but at the end of the day, it's like, why am I going to pay for the pay per view when Dana's just going to release those those two days of sparring that he just got his ass whipped? The second that they announced it, I think it was the Toronto one that that uh, Polly was going to go over to O'Connor's camp to help him train. Yep, I like instantly went back to the to the clip of him saying like, with one hand tied behind my back and weights on my ankles, he might have a chance. Like, oh, he has no clue. Yeah. He has no clue that he's being set up right now. He's easily getting set up. And that's exactly what happened. Oh, he got played so well. So well. And now everybody else that, that came in to, to help Connor Spar are getting like in on it. And they're like, no, he's he doesn't know what he's talking about. He got treated pretty well. Yeah. So. Hey, you know, they, but here's the other thing is I mean, there's way too much on the line. I guarantee you they they had replacements and you know Paulie's out there saying no one's going to go in and spar with him now because of the way they treated me. I'm sure they, they're just fine. By the way, they're also 10 days out yeah. from, from the fight. So at this point, the work is done. They're polishing off and working on cardio and doing media. Bing, bang, boom. Let's get in and go make $100 million each. It's so crazy. You know? And the, the best part is that when you factor that in, it's still not talking about the sponsorship money. Yeah. Like the hundred million is just what's guaranteed on the contract. We're not talking about sponsorships, so, oh, and all the commercials and stuff he's going to be doing all over the world. Mm-hmm. That's like the biggest thing. Bank. Bank. So where are you going to be? You're you're not going to be here, right? You're going to be. I in, will be in Europe. Yeah, I will be. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to watch it because at the time of the day it'll be probably like four in the morning. You'll be. Oh, well, you'll be. He's, able to watch he's, it. he's an old man. Yeah, he yeah. has to sleep. Yeah, pops. Well, from pops, what he told me yesterday, he has to sleep. Pops needs to get up early for <laughs> that early bird special. <sighs> All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Talking enough shit. So we, we've covered Shorty being blocked by Mick Maynard. One of my favorite things. To I love this. Thanks, thanks for reminding again, me. Can we make that into just, a shirt? Just as the caveat, the disclaimer, Mick was not being rude or difficult. He was actually being somewhat respectful to you. Yeah, he was, And he's he, like, look, man, I like the kid. He's great. I think he's talented. I think he certainly can be in the UFC. I've offered him fights in the UFC. But I still blocked his ass. 
Because <laughs> I don't want to hear it anymore. He's like a chihuahua. I think if anything, he saved you from yourself on that one. Oh, yeah. Sure. No, he's definitely saved me from myself. Because <laughs> you said you were but even I'm still surprised. tried. I'm yeah. 100% still tried. So we, we talked about that, that little tidbit. We, we've talked about May Mac and the eight-ounce gloves and, and, and the poly fiasco and the great setup. It was like... Like the great, great, the great I love it that. was like a great uh you know one of those movies you the know great escape like, exactly thank you it was one of those things where you just knew you were getting bamboozled yeah you know no no question but now I mean listen it is the Titan FC podcast so let's we, go. we are in fight week well this one is all on you you need to tell me what's going on because as we talked about on the last podcast the amazing job that you have of putting together fights is the ever challenging and doesn't stop until the fight is literally till the fights are over. True, true. We are on version nine. Nine, and we still got a couple days left. So I fully don't, expect. Don't jinx it. Would not be surprised if we end up at version ten or eleven. Oh man, has happened many 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 times. Many, many times. <laughs> I've been. At, how about this? And you can attest to this. I sent out a version nine to the team yep. the other day. But it was version 9 of the from Titan day. FC 44. Which gave so me a mild heart this attack. This is a common occurrence. Yeah. It definitely gave me a mild heart attack. Because yeah. ver- version 9 of the last fight actually involved you, Shorty. So that was the first name that I saw pop open. All of a sudden, I see Shorty Torres. like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait. What's going on? Like, what are we doing? Are we doing this? Because <laughs> you, I knew you were coming into town. I was like, I, we're not doing this, are we? We're not doing last-minute fights. Someone, it's, I, that's, like a, that's like a, what was it, Nate Diaz... I'm in Vegas. I'll fight in 12 hours. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Put jo- me in, yeah. coach. That's Joanna, like Amanda Nunez type stuff. Yeah, yeah. If, if I was healthy, you know I would. <laughs> oh, man. That would have been close crazy. to weight. That's probably, so, that's probably the biggest one for me. Yeah. No, no, it's all right. It's part of our grand... Listen, if, if, if this you know drags on any longer, you know part of my plan. Oh, yeah, I do. And, although, if you keep eating the way you ate today, dom, instead of being dom, the 45-pound champion... You might be the lightweight pound, you know, the lightweight champion. Look, let's Never do this. Know. Let's get you on the Khabib Nurmagomedov diet, and then we'll get you that fight for the UFC. Uh, you mean the, that fight that's not going to happen the day before? Yeah. I mean, we, 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 we can do that. Sure. We, we, you, you were kind of teammates with Khabib. You shouldn't really talk that much shit about it. Hey, I'm not talking shit. Okay. I'm just, oh, I'm that's just totally speaking. But now you're going to have all I'm of Russia hating I'm literally you. what happened. All right. Which sucks I'm gonna, because I'm going to hashtag Titan FC... 45 podcast Jose Shorty Torres talks shit about Khabib oh. see what happens hashtag Russia <laughs> so see what happens then Putin will be on the phone calling the Spetsnaz come over oh. here to take you out you'll get a phone quick. call from Ariel Helwani tomorrow morning saying so why like, did you call out Khabib yeah. <laughs> Shorty Torres calls out Khabib Nurmagomedov that'd be great I don't know it's so, uh Let's let's get into this card though, because you do have some information from us uh, for us from the last time. I do. Let's just let's take a quick rehash of what the card is. Um, we're starting out with, and you know, people are going to be surprised when I say this because it, it's a good matchup. Um, but we're starting out with some guys that have a little bit bigger records. Taylor Kroll versus Rob Turnquist. And they actually have a history together. Taylor lost to Rob two fights ago. Yeah. They, he did. You know, I, when putting the card together, I, I kind of struggled because, you know, their records indicate they should be higher up. Yeah. You know, in, in the night. Um, but I thought, listen, these guys are going to go out and bang because they're both of their both of their backs are against the wall. You know, that's just the reality. They they both had a little bit of a rough patch. 
And I think it's, you know, winner, winner goes, winner stays, loser goes home type situation. And uh, so unfortunately, I, I think that's going to add uh, some pressure to the guys, but I think it's going to result in a great fight that start off the night. So in, in the result of everything, what happens with, with these two? Because now they're both in a very tight situation. Rob wanted this fight. Taylor wanted this fight. Who who gets the benefit out of there? Because Rob already has one up on Taylor. I got to be honest. I, I think the benefit all is for uh, you know Taylor. Right. You know, both of these guys, to be honest, were you know they were kind of on on the outside looking in with Titan uh, because they'd had a few you know rough fights, and Taylor especially. You know, he hadn't really lived up to potential. And this is not bad mouthing. I think the world of Taylor. I think you know this is even what his dad says. You know. Uh, Roger Crawl, a great coach from ATT. I, I think Taylor really benefits because he can get redemption and I think he can put himself back on the right track. Um, I think Rob's got a ton to lose. You know, yeah. I, I'm not 100% sure why he took the fight. But I think that he's a gamer and, and he wants, you know, I offer him a fight. He takes it, man. He, he, oh, he agreed to drop down to 55 to fight Jay-Z. Yeah. I mean, just because what a great fight, right? Even though... He didn't make, make the weight. A, he didn't make 55. Yeah. He made about 61. Yeah. But, but he's tried, and I give him a lot of credit, you know, and I'm not being disrespectful there. I'm just saying, like, that's how bad he wanted that fight is that he, he really tried, even though he was way – it was a big cut for him. Yeah, no, I remember he, that was, he was knocking on death's door for sure on that one because yeah, there was no, nothing no he could do. But, I mean, it'd be, I'd be curious to see how, how Taylor does because Taylor – uh, also fought the the main event of this fight, Adriano Capitolino, and yes. that was that was a pretty good fight. It was, it was. I mean, you know, Capitolino, you know, finished it, but um, it was a good fight. And you know, Rob, here's the thing: Taylor is incredibly talented. He just needs to meet that. Uh, he's one of those guys. Like if you watch him in the gym, he's a world beater. Yeah. And you know, it's a crazy thing that. When some guys step in, there's not always. He's had plenty of wins. He's you know won seven of his fights, and, and he's looked good in the fights he's won. Um, but there's you know he has a tough time making that switch flip, you know. And I think that this is that opportunity to finally put that to rest and get the redemption he needs and, and move on. So it's a, it's a good fight, great way to start the night out. Absolutely. And, and I told you know Roger Crawl that that's where they were on the card earlier in the day, and. He's like, man, that's where we want to be. That's perfect. I yeah. want to get this over with. Like, I want to get him in there and get it to work and, you know, let's get going. Yeah, there, there's nothing nothing uh, better than to start off a fight with guys that have everything to lose. So then next we've got, and this guy has kind of become one of my favorite guys on the roster now, Euros Jurisic. Oh, man. And Mr. He, gotta look good. He he has been fighting Demarcus Kemp. Yeah. Or he is going to be fighting Demarcus Kemp. Um Euros has gone through, I think, five opponents. Yes, from, from what I remember, yeah. We're at and five. finally, I got a guy who's willing to fight him, but the dude's like, come, I, I think he's coming down from 205. I'm not, like, I'm not bullshitting. Wow. Like, the dude is big. But Euros is like, my, my family, or I think his dad and his old coach are flying in from Slovenia. Yeah. And, you know, he, he needs the money because he sends money back to help support his family. He's like, I, I got to fight, man. And, you know, obviously he wants to advance his career. 
Hey, Shorty, jump in here whenever you want, man. Don't don't yeah, be shy. Don't don't be don't, shy to don't. jump. I don't know who's on the card. That's, that's what we're talking yeah. about it now. Don't worry, I, I didn't either until a few hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but at any rate, so I get this guy to Demarcus to agree to fight, but he needs a one seventy eight catch weight. Yeah. So if you follow Euros, and I know you do because yeah. of doing the Titan stuff, dude has been out of his mind eating over the past four days. Yeah. Since mm-hmm. I gave him the bout. Out of his, he was like you today at lunch, just yeah. eating everything. And he's a big dude uh, already. He, he is a big dude. He's cut. Yeah, he's jacked. dude. He was eating desserts. He he like had like multiple multiple plates at the the sumo all yeah. you can eat place really. Like and he's posting it everywhere. And I keep going like you know responding like hey dude you've lost you're lost your mind you're off the reservation oh brother I, I've got so much extra weight I can I, I'm fine I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. So I actually am gonna give that guy. For all the stuff he's put up on social media and everything, I'm giving him a hundred dollar bonus. Uh, we'll shoot something and we'll post it up here. Oh, a nice! Bit. But kid deserves it. He, you know, he definitely needs the opportunity, and uh, so I'm glad we got somebody um, yeah. to step in and fight him. So kudos to uh, Demarcus Kemp for stepping up last minute. Yeah, that's uh, that's really awesome. Now a lot of guys will say they want to fight and then they bail out, and some mm-hmm. guys will say whenever, wherever. Gleason de Jesus. Oh, my capoeirista, brother. Yeah, man. He's that fighting. the guy who called me out? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. He, he, well, why don't you tell a story, Mr. Sitting over there social media? Let's get back. Let's engage <laughs> oh, about the, the guy podcast, had the phone the whole time. He didn't even like, like let the blood like dry on his face before he called you out on the last fight. Dude, yeah. I, I won my fight. Go to the hospital. Everything, you know, x-rays, MRIs, all that stuff. Finally get home. I post a picture. Hey, I won. He goes, I bet you're scared to fight me in August. So like I'm not scared. I'm injured. <laughs> There's a difference. Let me fight surgery first, and fight was, rehab, and then get back to it. He was like that angry Chihuahua dude. He was on campaigning you. He was for on it. you, calling you out for like weeks. But you know, here's the difference. I respected it, Lex. I respected it. It was awesome. You, you didn't know? block now, him. Now, now, at least you're trying to see. No, him. you didn't I'm, block him. No, yeah. I didn't block him. I, <laughs> I accepted him. He even DM me everything. I talked to him. Cool guy. You know, and, and given all promotions, all business, it, it's just you know they're trying to get the fans involved, and that's awesome. I mean, that's pretty much what I'm trying to do now with the UFC. And you know, even though McMahon is still blocked me, I'm still I, I think, I think <laughs> but, should, I think we should hire one of those planes <laughs> that has a banner flying behind it. Mick Maynard, don't block me. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you. Like, you just go full Shannon Briggs, man, and just harass him. I got to. I have to. Where is, where is he? Texas? I got to go down to Texas. Yeah, he's in Houston. <laughs> yeah. Gotta go to Houston. Houston. So, you know, it's. Galitzin's a good guy, and I'm excited to see him fight this weekend. Hopefully, I get to commentate that fight as well and then see where it goes from there. But he's. You know, if I'm still in Titan FC and, you know, if the UFC doesn't call me up by then, it's. You know, it's a fight that's probably going to, you know, going to happen. You know, I'm not going to do a Conor McGregor, take a belt, and never, ever defend it. I do want to fight the next guy in line. I do want to fight the best guy. Right now, I am the best guy, and I want to see who's going to come up to challenge me. And right now, uh, for the for the co-main event, you know, whoever wins that one is my next fight. And then if I don't get called up after that, maybe we'll do 35, and then, you know, we'll just see see what happens next. See, I like that. I like the business mindset that you have because a lot of guys would do something that, like, you did or at least attempt to. And then once that happens, like, done, you're off to the next. Like, oh, UFC, UFC, UFC. And then forget about the promotion that got him there. You're, well, I mean, here's the reality is I think Shorty could go to one, to Bellator. Yeah. I think there's a lot of things that could happen if those angles were pursued. But it's not what the ideal scenario is. Yeah. So he, he's very focused on what you know the goal is. Like I, I, I think if you were offered a fight with Demetrius Johnson today, mm-hmm. you would take it. Yeah. And go in and fight your ass off. And whatever happened, happened. 
but you would you feel confident enough to step in and match your skills. I don't think you're thinking in your mind, I'm going to knock him out, but I think you think that it's entirely possible that you can go in and put on an amazing fight and you could win, you could lose, you don't know, but you're okay with that, I think. Yeah. That, that's just my take on it, having talked to you a lot. I mean, for me, I'm, I'm a person that really just enjoys the challenge. Yeah. You know, I mean, Lex met me in, like you said, middle of the desert, pearl, pearl of the desert, Bahrain, where I'm sparring with Alex Soto, a UFC veteran, and I'm also pretty much wrestling with Khabib Nurmagomedov, which no one wants to grapple with Khabib, but I'm the only one going with him, and we ended up stopping practice, and I'm still rolling around with him, getting by, by beat up way, and tossed around. I love you know, like Soto. I'm, you know I do. I'm yeah. the one who put Soto in the UFC. Yeah. You you, you beat the brakes off Soto that day. <laughs> oh. I think he was just getting into shape. And, yeah, uh, he was definitely still getting into shape. But but you beat the brakes off of him. And, and then and then I saw what you did with Khabib, where you held your own against a dude much, much bigger. And uh, so it made a ton of sense. And, 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 I, and I really do just enjoy the challenge. So, oh, if they called me to fight Demetrius Johnson last minute because Ray Borg, you know, has to – you know, come out and hey man, I'm doing it. Why not? If they have, if they need someone for Cejudo, Sergio Pettis, Brandon Moreno, whoever's in the top five, I really don't care. It's a hundred percent of trying to give the fans what they want and trying to put on a show. Plus, I really do enjoy the challenge. It's something I I love. That's why I called out Farquhar Sherpoff when y'all you know, won the belt. I was like, you know what? I beat the guy who was eighteen and two. And actually, Lex, when he was uh, offering my first title defense at flyweight, he goes, "Cool, yeah, we'll find uh, this guy." I was like, "I want Pedro Nobre." And he goes. No, that's right now. That's probably not the best fight for you. Let's let's get one more than maybe Pedro. I want Pedro Nobre. That's yeah. the guy I want. I just want to be able to show that I'm the best. Right now, you're going to compare me to Tim Elliott because I got I won the vacated belt because he won the Ultimate Fighter. Well, let me show that I can do what he did, but way better against another guy he fought, which is Pedro Nobre, and he was the best guy. And I knocked him out. And that's what I want to do is continue to fight the best. Yeah, you're not the next anybody. You're just uh, the you. You're yeah. just the next you. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to be the Jose Shorty Torres of Titan FC and hopefully soon in the UFC. Yeah. Well, amen, man. And I think you will for sure, brother. So Gleason's taking on Chino Duran. Ch- Chino's a, you know, he, he's a guy that's been around, you know, he's 8-10. and 10, But don't look at the record and, and think that for sure Gleason is going to win because Chino's tough, man. You know, people say he's a journeyman just because they look at the record. I've seen the guy fight. Didn't he, he just fight? He's very, very tough, man. Is that the Chino that like that fought at, at Combat America? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That'll be a good fight, yeah. man. I think it's going to be a good fight, yeah. man. Like, you know, it, it's it's not an easy fight by any stretch of the imagination not for, at all. for either guy. And, and I couldn't tell you, like, I, you know, if you look at it on paper, sure, Gleason wins, but... I don't know, I don't man. Know, man. Not so fast. Not that easy. Uh, he he, for sure, he's got the advantage, but I don't think it'll be that easy. And Gleetson took the fight. They both took the fight off of a few weeks. Yep. And Chino just finished the fight, so he's at least still in, in shape. He's in shape. One hundred percent, he's in shape. Yeah. Not that it never seems to me that the Gleetson's ever been out of shape, but he wasn't in camp. Yeah. Well, no, that's not true. He was in camp. Oh, I was, was he? he? He was waiting for me to give him an opponent. Oh, right, So right, he right. was training. He was ready. We just weren't promoting it yet because I didn't have an opponent. Oh, that's going to be a good fight. Yeah. And, Th- and then we go to the big boys. My homie. Yeah. The, Steve Mowry. Tall Steve. Steve Mowry versus, honestly, a pretty damn tough fight in Dustin Clements. And he's the one that, that wanted that fight. Steve yeah, wanted man, that like, fight. It's, Steve had the option for quite a few different fights. And the Clements fight was one that his team felt good about. Um, there was somebody else they wanted, but that guy wasn't available. And the next kind of opportunity was Dustin Clements. He's like, yeah, we'll take that. It's a good one. And I'm like, ooh, man. Yeah. This, this dude's big. He's kind of big and nasty, man. He's 2-0. Um, 
I think it, that's going to be a good fight, and I think somebody's going out. For I, sure. I'm, I, I, you know. Look. Uh, it's going to be what it's going to be, but I think someone's going out. I I hang around Steve a lot. I consider him a good friend of mine, and I'm not taking sides in any of this, but the uh, the improvement and the switch that I've seen in Steve in the last few weeks, getting closer, even last week, man, I've never seen him that sharp. I've never seen him that focused and well, his ground game is phenomenal. Oh, absolutely. And his striking game, you know, training with Stefan, training, you know, uh, being coached by, by Henry and, and working with, you know, AJ, the, the caliber of fighters yeah. that he works with, you know, obviously he's going to improve and he has. Um, I, I think for Steve, the big, you know, issue is mindset. Yeah. And I agree. He's looked really sharp. He's looked very focused. So I think, uh, you know, listen, he goes and does his thing. It could be a good night. But I, I think Dustin's got something to say, too. Yeah. No, I, for, for sure. It's never easy when it comes to guys that size. Um, All right. So then let's talk about, and everybody's going to think that I'm biased here. And I'm not. I'm <laughs> biased, not. Biased. I love scrap iron. That's He's exactly what shit. a biased person would say. Yeah. yeah. Biased. But I also have one of my two coaches. That I train with, Luciano Dos Santos, Macarao from ATT, one of the main Muay Thai coaches, but with Cattell. Um, anyway, they're fighting. I think that's, there's no question that that's going to be a good fight. The question is, does, the only thing Luciano does is Muay Thai. Yeah. Like he, he's versed in the other arts, but the only thing he does is he marches forward like a soldier and, and just throws kicks, throws elbows, throws punches. Oh, he's Muay Thai to, to, that's the, to the bone. That's all he does, man. Yeah. And, and you know, Scrap Iron Marquez is, is got he, he's got some some more tools in the tool belt. Um, I don't know what he's going to do. If it were my guess, is he probably trades once or twice and says, you know what, let's take this to the ground where I've got an advantage. That's my guess. I I, I don't know. I mean, he had that great uppercut knockout, yeah. you know, in front of Rumble last time. So I could be wrong, but you know, I think he has the distinct advantage on the ground. Yeah. Um. So I wouldn't be surprised to see the fight end up there. You know. I think at some point it will end up there. I think, for my opinion, it's gonna be it's gonna be a uh, a stand up trade. Like the only way that I see that that Marquez would really wanted to go to the ground is just because he might get clipped or something like that. But I think it's gonna be an awesome stand up battle for sure, and it'll be a good one just because both guys are, are good caliber strikers. For sure, for sure. Now, Shorty, I, I think you need to pay attention to to this next bout. Dun, dun, dun. Because Dun-dun-dun. you've got two five and zero guys at one twenty five that honestly I could put up against you instead of Bellart or Calvo, mm-hmm. but I already promised the winner of that fight. The yeah, and I'm not going to do some <laughs> shit where I promise one guy and I. Go, but I think that the winner of of the James Blair versus Askar Askar fight. Askar is Bilal Muhammad's brother. Mm-hmm. Um, James is one of those tough Hawaiian kids who, you know, Yancy Medeiros and, and that whole crew, um, but trains out of ATT. I think the winner of that fight fights whoever is the champ after your fight with Pilar or Calvo, you know. Yeah. However that shakes out, that, that guy's next in the wings. Have you – do you know much about it? I mean, Askar's from Chicago. Yeah, so, so I've, I've trained with Oscar. Oscar Actually, the last time I trained with him, he – what did he get on me? He choked me out with like the last two seconds. I was like, Ooh. all right, you got me. Tap. Dee, damn it. All right. And 
again, the the whole Blau Muhammad camp and all those guys are awesome. And I know he's now transitioned to Rufus Ward with Blau, and he's he's definitely prepared for this fight. You know, him and I took the plane ride together here. And um, by the way, he's been. Definitely calling you out. Which is funny because I didn't know about this. I did not know. I was like, you know, again, it's not it's that he, there's anything disrespectful to you. He just wants what you, he wants your hardware, yeah, bro. Yeah, he wants is. to be the man and Hell, be the I, man. I want you my hardware beat the too. Man. I want my hardware too. I'm still waiting for mine. <laughs> In order but, to beat the man? That's oh, wait, wait, wait. Three. Wait. That's three tonight. I'm yeah. just throwing that out there. That's three tonight. I like how someone's counting this. Yeah. Yeah, but, again, he's like an angry little chihuahua <laughs> nipping at my, my, my ankles. Hey, no, but that's awesome. You're, and, and you're right. These guys are both 5-0. and oh. it's, They're already great records. Like, you know, they have my record as well. So it's... Whoever whoever wins, I'm more than happy to give you know that next title shot too. But you know, like you said, you promised Gustavo Bellart and George Cabo, which I believe they do deserve. They're two guys that won two straight fights for Titan FC, and it's it's already been a huge thing. So whoever wins that, I believe is is the most deserving right now. Yeah, I mean it, it is a tough division. I mean James Blair is basically a disciple of like Charles Rosa right now. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, right. You right. have, and obviously you know the the quality of Askar Askar. So for you, there there are no easy fights. Yeah, and and that's the cool thing is that I think your I think twenty five mm-hmm. is honestly our best division. Yeah, I well, really and, do. And that's We've got the, best the most thing. talent. It's 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 getting better as well. I mean, we saw Tim Elliott, yeah. we saw myself. Then who's after me? Yeah. You know? Well, I think the th- the thing is is because of all the notoriety you've gotten, and you know the success you've enjoyed in in the cage. People are now coming to Titan. Because they want to fight you, mm-hmm. they You're want to welcome. try to prove themselves <laughs> against against the guy who is you know quote unquote the uncrowned king. And I only say it because he haven't been moved up to the UFC mm-hmm. at this juncture, <laughs> at this point in time. Right, like ju- although you have been invited, the timing didn't work. <laughs> However, I think that that's why is people really get excited about the opportunity to face a guy with as much... Because you're like the fucking hype train, dude. You've got so much hype behind you. It's ridiculous. Yes, I, I do a pretty good job. Thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you, Lex. Thank you. You're not too bad yourself. To you. As I bow to you. Yeah. But nonetheless, I mean, you do have a ton of hype. And I think that guys who are really talented want to come and prove themselves against you. Maybe steal that momentum and that hype and, and, and use that to catapult their own career. So it's made a very... You know, a very... Um, stocked division for us man it's awesome you know it it helps for me show that i can and will be a dominant champion i've already defended it once against a ufc vet 18 2 and 2 who's never been knocked out before again with the distance with tim elliott and tim elliott with the distance with demetrius johnson so it shows how well Pedro over was yeah and we already know everything with far called sheripoff so being able to go in between weight classes and see what's what's next what i you know what's in store for me is I'm definitely excited. Well, you for it. started at 35. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, how you debuted. Yeah. You debuted as I was, a phantom. I was scared to drop down to 25. And I was like, dude, let's be honest. You're, you're a Chihuahua. You need <laughs> to fight at 25. And you're like, but I don't want to. And I'm like, that's where you need to fight. So what, you hear this out. So what you're telling me here is Lex brought this problem on himself. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I mean, I mean, look, it's as all a, self-made. As I mean, a as a fight promoter. And, like, a matchmaker, that's a pretty good problem to have, to stick mm-hmm. you inside a stacked division. And then, I mean, there's there's no shortage of guys that are going to want to go up to you. And then, you know, some of them really do deserve the shot to, yeah. to, to that, go up to and it. And that's the thing, you know, again, I am a person that's going to be like, hey, man, if you deserve the shot, you know, I talk to Lex and we'll figure out what's next. And if, if that's, 
I'm going to fight whoever's next. And I have told Lex, I'm not trying to fight somebody, you know, or we're not going to just sign some guy that's, you know, another prospect that's whatever, 10-0, and 0, and immediately give him a title shot. I, I personally don't believe in it. Yeah. I'd rather have somebody like, you know, for example, Oscar Oscar taking a fight and then, you know, the next fight at least proving himself to the promotion that, one, he can make weight, and, two, he's going to put on a great show. Yeah, there's Dude, no easy by, road by for the you. By the way, I'll tell you where Oscar is off to a a rock star start <laughs> is in his promotion and yeah. his videos. I sent out a while ago, a few weeks back. I was like, "Hey guys, gonna gonna put out uh, this opportunity for everybody to make a little bit of extra money, help us promote the fight." do a funny video. I then reached out to all the management teams and I'm like, look, dude, I'm telling you the people who are going to win are going to be the funny videos because those funny videos get shared a lot. So I'm telling you, if you want your guy to win, make a funny fucking video. Well, he made one of the best. He made made like three of them. Yeah. The bitch slap video uh, in response to uh, James was hilarious. Yeah. And then he had, just uh, casually enlisted CM Punk to go hang some T-shirts and fill, <laughs> spill an, fill an extra fifteen seconds of time, um, and then there was that one like the the, the gas station the gas station sign. one like we'll we'll fight for free or whatever the fucking yeah. sign said that was hilarious, dude. So like he's he he already won a hundred bucks, he earned it, um, but he's great at promoting. Mm-hmm. I think that's the point. Yeah. So if he can come in and fight the way that he he his record shows that he can and and kind of. You know how I know his brother is capable of fighting, um, and and he can make the weight. Then man, he's got all the ingredients, you know, to no. be the next kind of kid to come up and, and give it a shot. No, you and know? that's and that's that's awesome. Which he has something over me. I never won a hundred bucks. I lost that contest Ooh. last time. You, you, you did, and to be honest, Shorty, and he liked it too, which I was really upset. I was like, oh. Well, no, I mean, listen, I there's a lot of funny videos. Like Turnquest put out a rock star. Surprised he didn't block me on social media. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolute rock star. But, you know, man, I got to be unbiased, right? And even though you actually probably had some oh. win-worthy videos, oh, you did, you did. I, I've taken pretty damn good care of you over the past few years, man. Yeah, you get, you get why, enough stuff. I have so to share the wealth. That's why he did. I have to share the wealth. And I don't want anybody to think I'm playing favorites, but, see, you know. See, that's exactly why. Well, well, it's do you want, do you want 100 bucks or you want another belt? That's true. All so, right, all right. Pick, your, well, pick and choose I, your battles on that I one. I would like one or the other, but I still haven't gotten the other. See? So you damned yeah, if you didn't. That's you. four. <laughs> see, that's four. <laughs> I set you up with that one. So that's James Blair against Askar Askar. And now the next one is actually the women's bout. Karina Dam versus Jesse Jess. Jesse Jess coming all the way from uh, Las Vegas, bitches. Yeah. Via yeah. or actually Australia, Australia yeah, yeah. via Las Vegas. Uh, exactly. Australia. She's awesome, man. She's I, great. You know, I've never met her. I actually was having a tough time making these ladies bouts. It's not easy, man. Like, you know, we had Trish Cicero was supposed to fight on the card again. Her opponent dropped out. Yeah. Well, they're know, going actually a little back and forth too, if you notice. Yeah. No, for sure. You know, I tried real hard to get her about. I couldn't. Yeah. So unfortunately, Trish isn't on the card. I was having the same sort of difficulties with, um, you know, Karina. But I finally, I finally reached out to Shannon uh, from Invicta, Shannon uh, Knapp. I was like, Hey, I need a hand. She's like, 100. percent She busted her ass. Took about a week, but she she found. One of her girls that fights for her that didn't have a fight immediately coming up, you know, fit kind of the profile we needed in terms of record-wise and all that. And So anyway, Jess has been amazing. She's managed by Danny Rubenstein, good dude, been in yeah. the sport a long time. 
So it's been they've been a blast to work with. Jess has done some great promotional videos. She won a hundred dollars, shorty. Boo. Look, she had a she had a good one today. I'm pretty sure I, uh, Wait, was I that the one where it. she was like kicking people. Yeah, oh, yeah. right she in the balls. The, kick, she kicked the homeboy right in the ding ding. Oh yeah, yeah. There's no and she had some other ones where she was beating up the kids and all that. Ooh, but the man. one where she she. Kicking him in the balls wasn't the actually rough part. The rough part is that she like face slammed him into the mat afterwards. <laughs> like, dude, I love this shit. Yeah, man. she made a good post today where she's like going with so and so to the airport heading to, to Florida, and it was like a little like caricature that she made on Snapchat of someone in her back seat, whatever, some stick figure. It was actually pretty funny. Yeah, she's she's got a good personality. I think yeah. she's gonna. From what everything I've seen of her fight, she's gonna come to fight, and I think Karina always comes to fight. Yeah, win, lose, draw. That girl fights. That yeah. last fight that, that she had for for Titan was actually probably one of the bloodiest ones ever. I got some good shots of that one. Just faces just smeared. Yep. Chicks like blood everywhere. Yeah. So after crazy. that, then we we've got. I think what is probably one of the best fights of the night. Yeah. Um, in, in Houseman Field versus Martin Brown. Now Martin Brown. Damn near committed murder in the cage the last time he fought for Titan. Yeah, that was against Desmond he, Green. He fought Desmond Green, now in the UFC. Desi won that fight. But, man, Desi was exhausted. He needed every ounce. Out. Yeah, he needed every ounce of his He had to dig game. deep to make that win. I posted the matchup, and Desi commented, in, in uh, I think it was on Instagram, commented, like, that's one tough dude. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking for it. And Housh's, you know, Housh's won, I think, Three of his four fights, or two? No, he's won two of his three fights for Titan. Yeah, because uh, he's going into his his fourth bout. He's looked great in all of his fights, you know. So I I, I think this is a good fight, man. I'm, I really don't know who's going to win. If Martin performs the way he did against Desmond, yeah, there's, there's it could be a tough night for for Housh. But Housh is is super competent, man, and and tough as well, and. And he's what's his his nickname? It's like the warhorse, the warhorse of, of, um, of of wherever he's from, dude. I love him. Porta Porta Alegre. Porta Alegre, that's right. Yeah. Porta Alegre. He's a good dude, you know. And we had a great talk about you know when we were filming that Way of Warrior series, yeah. You know, just about why he fights and you know how his view on things is, and you know. So I think that's a great fight, and I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward. This, to that This this one's definitely going to be a challenge for him because his biggest thing has always been the the mental aspect of fighting, not the physical as much as the mental. Sure. So I'm curious to see how he does it, but it's gonna be it's gonna be probably one of the the fights of the night for sure. Yeah, for sure. And now this one, this next one has actually got a lot of writing on you. It does. Big I man. think we gotta oh, let Shorty break this one me. down. Let me just give you a little bit of the. The, the background of the fight. And then, Shorty, I want you to you know break it down how you think it's going to go and you know, all that sort Fair. of stuff. But why did I make this fight, right? I've got Gustavo Eddie Ballard, who is 3-0. and And I told him, hey, man, like you win this fight, you get a shot at Shorty for the title, you know, but only 3-0. and And the reason I did it is that the guy is a Pan Am gold winner. He was on the, uh, the Cuban national team. He was an Olympian. Like, his bona fide is real, man. Like, yeah. there's no question he is legit. And he has done really good things and looked really good despite, you know, whatever you might think. I mean, like, the, the dudes looked good in the cage. Yeah. Then there's Jorge Calvo, who is from Costa Rica. Huge fan he's, base. Yeah, huge fan base. He has, um, I think he's ranked the number one flyweight in Latin America. Mm -hmm. He's... 
like in the top five in in Florida and in the southeast. Like crazy. And, and it, it's crazy to me because I look at it and I'm like, well, you know, he's only he, he's only fought here for Titan. Yeah. But he's built up that momentum, you know, um, and, and he's talented, man. He's tough. You know, he had one loss against, you know, Alexa Villa, but... At any rate, that's why I made the bout. So, and that's that's who's fighting and, and what they bring in terms of their their records and pedigrees. Shorty, tell us about the fight. Like, break that fight down. It's an awesome fight because they're completely polar opposites. You got the tall, long striker versus the small, just strong wrestler, and they're both very good at what they do. You know, so whoever is able to impose their will is is going to be the one who wins the fight. If Ballard is able to get close enough and you know throw a big right hand and be able to take um, um, George Cobble down and hold him down, that's going to be the fight right there. Do I believe Ballard gets the finish? No, just because he's so dominant in just wrestling right now. Given I don't know his jiu-jitsu game and he hasn't really been able to show that in his past couple fights, but George he's, Cobble, he, he's he's a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's 100% a wrestler. a wrestler right now, but we saw in his last fight he was opening up a lot more with his hands, and I'm excited to see how he does against George Cavo with this because now he's fighting a taller, longer opponent, I believe his tallest opponent yet. And George Cavo is not afraid to stand there and bang. The only problem is George Cavo is not a wrestler. You know, he has in his last fight against uh, Mosquito, I believe, yeah. he was taken down very easily. Mosquito was able to take his back and almost actually choke him out. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's the thing with, with uh, Ballard. Like, he could flip you up on your head, man. Yeah. Like, the way, yeah. like what he did to Carlos, man. Yeah. Like, he just but, tossed Carlos around. Yeah. Carlos and that, is legit. And he's so, like, so small and stocky. That's that's his easily his biggest strength. And you're definitely not going to take him down. Unless you sweep him, you're definitely not yeah. going to take you know, Ballard There's, down. Calvo is not shooting onto yeah. Gustavo yeah, Ballard. It would, be, it would be a horrible, horrible idea if George Calvo did that because you're just running straight into his game. Now, what George Calvo has to do is, sadly for him, because he isn't an entertaining fighter, he does want to walk forward and stand and ping, he's going to have to be on his bike a little bit because that's all Ballard's going to do is walk forward, 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 forward. Ballard will take one or two shots just to get that takedown. And he has to be very, very careful not leaving anything out there because his only, his only option is to use his range. He leaves his hand, his feet out there. Yeah, Gustavo's picking that up, and he's yeah. running through. I, if you know, if I were George Cowell, honestly, I would just try to trade stand-up boxing with him and be able to move backwards while striking, and be able to immediately, you know, once I feel the fence, you know, coming on my heels, to be able to go out to the side and just keep Ballart following me instead of cutting off the corner again. Ballart needs to be able to cut off the cage and work that properly, and be able to work his takedowns that way. Because if he doesn't, he's gonna take he's gonna take an ass kicking, really. Because against George Cowell is not afraid to stand and bang. Against Mosquito, he did dominantly lose the first round and the second two rounds he was just pushing forward they both have a great gas tank it's just who's is going to give out first is Ballard's gas tank going to give out first because all he's done doing is pushing forward probably taking a bunch of so punches heavily muscled for, yeah, yeah. For and size. and trying to and his takedowns aren't small takedowns he's flashy Big dynamic yeah. he loves to flip he you he wants flying. to drop you on your head and that's again those are He's awesome things, guy, you yeah. Know? And the, 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 I, hey, I cheer the guy for that because I love that stuff. But you just don't want to. You never want to type with that guy because of how small he is. He's already at your hips, yeah. you know. So being able to throw you that way, it, it's going to be incredible. But is that going to gas him out? You know, George Cavill, if he does get taken down, can he get back up? That's going to be his biggest problem. Is I I see easily George Cavill getting taken down. The problem is, can he get back up? And if he can't get back up, that's an easy fight for Blart. Yeah, and I mean Cavill went the distance with Mosquita and they were really, really gassed at the end. Uh, I remember Cabo had a little bit more in his tank than the Mosquita, but they were both dead. Yeah. Eddie doesn't have that tank. He doesn't have that problem with his tank and he's going to keep on, keep on moving yeah. forward. 
And mainly if he's just doing one thing of just walking forward, walking forward, walking forward, moving his head properly to be able to get that takedown or get the opening for the takedown is awesome. So I'm I'm siding with George Kov on this one just because he does have that knockout power and he's going to throw strikes from all angles, hopefully. But if he doesn't do that, Ballard's easily going to take this fight. Well, and that's I, what I was going to ask really you. It really depends on George Cabo. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Because of his height, Ballard has to throw shots from really weird angles. Mm-hmm. And if you watch like his last fight... Like he was just throwing stuff where it was like overhand rights that were almost coming straight vertical yeah. instead of coming in over the shoulder. He's, he's so small and his arm reaches. I mean, I again, I've never felt tall in my life, but it's it's he doesn't have an arm reach, so any of his punches have to come from an angle. If not, again, like you said, the overhand right, it is a hundred percent the definition of overhand right where it's coming straight down, kind of like yeah. an axe. Yeah. And he has no choice but to do that stuff just to get George Cavill's hands to come up, and then he can properly shoot his takedowns. But can he set those up? And is George Cavill's movement and possibly jabbing and striking properly? Is it going to mess up, you know, Ballard? So it really depends. And again, who implements their game the best? So what I, what I love listening to to you, Shorty is I hear a lot of Master Bob. And I think what Master Bob, and for those who don't know, Master Bob is Shorty's longtime coach, mm-hmm. mentor, father figure. Legendary grappler. Many, many things. First uh, American in the cage. He, he, <laughs> Marine, f- Marine recon from Vietnam. Bad little dude. But anyway, I, I hear a lot of the, the level of detailed analysis that he, he brings to the fight mm-hmm. game. Um, I think he's taught you incredibly well. You've been with him, what, since you were 15? Uh, yeah, 15, 16. Yeah, so you, you've learned a lot, man, and, and you, couldn't have, you couldn't ask for a better mentor than, than, than Master Bob. He's truly one of a kind, and it, it's awesome to be able to, to see the, the fight IQ that you are bringing to not just analyzing potential opponents, but I think the way you look at yourself and, and all that good stuff, you know, you learn well, man. Keep it up. I think it's part of your success. Um, you're still blocked by Mick Maynard. Don't ever forget that. You <laughs> still don't have your second belt yet. Don't fuck with me. We still don't have our... Yeah, because you, you told me that. We still don't have our shorty shirts. I now blame Master Bob for me getting blocked by Mick Maynard and me not getting my second belt. <laughs> but it, honestly, it is cool, man. Like you're, you're, you're a sharp, sharp kid, man. Thank you, thank you. You're a sharp dude. And um, I really do think a lot of it is the fact that you've been brought along by Master Bob. You know, He really laid out, I think, some pretty high expectations for you. Oh, and, you did, uh, man. It's you lived up to it. Well, it's one of those things. Like when we're you know teenagers growing up and all that stuff, he would literally be like, "Hey, you want to fight? Yeah, sure. When tonight? Oh, uh, I haven't been in the gym. Come on, you'll be fine." And he'll just push you, you know, push you in there. And it's like, Master Bob, this guy's thirty pounds heavier than me, and plus two years experience. He goes, "You'll be fine." You know, like just go in there. What? If, who cares if you lose? And it's yeah. just it's been that mindset of again, like I said, I enjoyed the challenge. You know, as, as amateur, I fought one fifty five. I fought last minute fights of no uh, a six hour notice of a fight. You know, and fighting a whole different weight class. You know, fighting guys that were six two when I was probably like five two at the time. You know, so it's Master Bob's done done a lot of things and not just teaching me the fight game, but you know, um, politics, whether good or bad. You know, politics, politics, social media, just everything overall about life and and trying to be as as mature about it as possible. Yeah, I mean, he is the full definition of a of a mentor. Yeah, I'm, I, well, I'm trying to be. I'm a hundred percent a little him just in this generation. Yeah, you know, like if we had all this social media stuff, if the UFC was around back in the day, I felt he could have easily done what I'm doing, if not even more. What, what's your long term yeah. term goal, Shorty? I'm not talking about fighting. And, and, and given you know everyone's like, oh, I want to be a champion. That was never my goal. Like I, I would love to be a champion. I'd love to get all the belts. My goal when I started when I was four years old in martial arts was to be a hero. I've always wanted to inspire people. I've always wanted to show people in my neighborhood that if I can do it, so can you. So that's another reason why my nickname's Shorty. I'm another Shorty trying to come up. 
But right now, because every time I fight, people get more and more inspired. The higher I go, the more belts I claim, I get more and more inspired for me. The UFC is the biggest promotion in the world. That if I'm on, if I can speak off that pedestal of the story I've been able to go through in my life and say, again, if this shorty can do it, so can you. Together we are Team Shorty, then that's that's easily my biggest goal. If I do a, a Cowboy Cerrone and go back and forth in between weight classes and fight for belts and wouldn't lose or whatnot, then hell yeah, that's awesome. Because one, I'm enjoying the challenge. I'm doing what I love. And I'm showing people that I'm trying my best. Whether I'm winning or failing, I'm hopefully inspiring people. But you know, right now with... What I've been able to do in Titan FC in a short amount of time and creating for MMA history, I want to be able to be the flyweight champion for the UFC and see where it goes from there. You know, I don't want to just say I'm a champ champ for Titan. I want to say I'm a champ champ for the UFC, the biggest promotion in the world. Yeah, and, you know, Mike listen, Maynard those are uh, ambitious goals, but if, if you don't have really big fucking goals, mm-hmm. then you settle into mediocrity. Or and, if uh, I don't have Mick Maynard on my social media. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> Let's start there as a goal. Yeah. Get, get unblocked. I forget who it was. Like, you know, someone asked him at the end, it's like, if, what's your biggest regret? And this is like a super successful guy. I want to say it's Dan Pena. He's like, I just didn't set my goals high enough. It's like, mind you, this is like one of the richest guys in the world. I didn't set my goals high enough. Yeah. Like, that's pretty crazy. So, um, hey, you got your goals up there what's so the far. the worst thing that's going to happen, right, is you fail. Yeah. People have this, this misconception that failure is bad. No, man. Failure is part of succeeding. Yeah. If, if, and here's the caveat, you learn from your lessons. Yeah. And you've always got an open mind. You know, Brendan uh, Schaub, who is one of my dear friends, one of my clients for forever uh, when I was managing a lot of guys, um, and, and I still do a lot of stuff for him, uh, he has always said, listen, man, I, I'm going to shoot for the moon, and if I miss, at least I'm in the stars. And, and I think that that's, you know, that's a great way to look at it. I mean, he shot for the moon. He was ready to be the heavyweight champion. Then one day, he got hit with this reality that, shit, I'm not going to be the heavyweight champion of the UFC. What am I going to do? And he's, guess what? 13 million downloads a month on his two podcasts. Sold out tour. Sold out tour, tour globally. Did like five days in London, multiple shows a day, you know, and here's, he had no idea that he was going to be a comedian, not just a guy, like a podcast like we're doing. No, man, he is doing one of the toughest things you can do in entertainment, stand up comedy. And, you know, again, he shot for the moon and even though he didn't get that particular goal, other things happened that have gone on. Of course, fuck you, phone. <laughs> Other things have gone on, and, and it worked really well. You know what his only mistake is, and you can you can tell him I said it. What Shab's only mistake is, he drinks fruity Guinness. <laughs> Ask him he about did what? it. What he drinks fruity Guinness. Fruity Guinness. Ask him about it next time you talk to him. Oh, I'm gonna text him. Tell him. Tell him I said that's not how you order a Guinness. Yeah. Remind me to throw that phone away the next time we do yeah, this. Yeah, I'll hang up on it right now. I blame Lex. Yeah, no, I think it's done. You're, so, you're good. Yeah. All right. So with that being with that being said, we had to the main uh, fight of the night. Uh, or I'm sorry, the the, the, the headliner. Yeah, the main yeah. event. The big pooba. Baby monster Valdir Araujo versus Adriano Capitolino. Who Adriano is probably one of the Pantanegra. Uh, yeah, he's probably one of the scariest dudes. Both of them legit, legit jujitsu guys. 
I feel like on this one, Capitolino's probably got a little bit of an edge on him on striking. Um, but Valdir has got some legit power in his hands when he lands. You know, man, I think from a grappling perspective, Baby Monster's probably, you know, got it. I oh, think right. from a striping perspective, Adriano's got it. Yeah. Um, so I think it really depends on where the fight goes. Man, hard to say. Like, I, I think that this is probably you know we didn't do a title fight this this card. Yeah. Uh, which is the first time since Jeff and I have owned Titan that there hasn't been not one title. Usually there's three. Yeah. You know, at least two. But we've done three. We did one card where we had four title fights. Not even giving one belt away to the main <laughs> event, the co-main event, or me. Not one. No. 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 <laughs> That's uh, five. That's five. Thousands of dollars on your fucking belt, dude. <laughs> Thousands of dollars. Let me let me I, remind you. Hold on, before you say anything, let me remind you. By you the way, Ray are, Ray championship belts makes a great belt. Yeah. Let me remind you. You are sleeping at the household <laughs> of a marine who, who has is, a lot of guns. Who has a lot of guns? Is a very experienced at at uh, you know. I'm not bad at knife fighting. I'm sleeping, nocturnal. I'm sleeping missions. in his house with one belt. I'm sleeping cold at night. <laughs> <laughs> That's true story. I went back to wake Shorty up this morning, and and he was sitting there shivering with just his belt wrapped around him. Yeah. Hey, it was a scary sight, but you know I did feel bad for him that he just had the one belt. It's like note to self: new belt, get yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, but, so I mean, Shorty, what do you think about this fight between Baby Monster and, and Adriano? It's awesome, it's, and it's it's an exciting fight. There's a reason why it's a main event. Nevertheless, if there's going to be a belts involved or not, it's I'm just excited to see what happens. Really. Yeah, I think this is a don't blink fight, to be honest. Really? You yeah. think yeah, it'll be I, I, that quick? I don't see this going all the way. No, I, I, don't, I don't think it's going to be quick, but I think that there's going to be that moment in the fight where either Valdir catches a really slick submission or Adriano puts him out. I think you'd be surprised, man. I think Valdir might, might catch him. That's what you think, huh? I think, I think right. he might catch him with like one or two strikes that's really going to rock him. I think so. Like... I I don't don't I'm not putting money on it, huh? but huh? I'll put I'll put Shorty's belt on there. I was gonna say you put the belt on it. <laughs> yeah, put put the one that he doesn't have. Yet. Yeah, I'll yeah, put the better. imaginary belt. Yeah. I'll I'll have I'll have your brother draw one up for me. I'll bet that one. I I think I think this one might be a little bit surprising. I don't think it might go exactly the the automatic way, like because I like I said, look I've rolled I've rolled with Baby Monster. You do not want to roll with that man. No, no, it's what I'm saying. Really like, like, he's, he's, a, he's a monster. Yeah. You know, he lives up to the name, man. And even like his last fight with uh, with Preston, I mean, they were they were slanging some some bricks for a, for a little while, and that's what really really set up the the ending of that fight. Sure. So I I know that's just me, but again, he's gonna have to deal with the 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 reach. I think that's the biggest problem out of this whole fight is gonna be that reach. Um. I think that's it for the card, unless you got any more surprises for me. Is it my belt? Is it, is it, is it my belt? Six. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Is that no? That's the double bird to you, yeah. my friend. Oh, you man. get the double bird. You're the champ, champ, the champ, champ. Two birds. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that's it, man. I'm excited. Obviously, there's a handful of tickets left. You can get your tickets at uh, Ticketmaster or at the gate. Speaking um, of, and otherwise, you watch it live on UFC Fight Pass. Not a bad way to watch the fights if you're not watching it live. Yeah. Um, and, and other than that, man, I you know, Shorty, love having you here. Love mm-hmm. uh, you know, giving you some shit. And but it's awesome to have you here, and I'm looking forward to to helping tell your story a bit more. 
um, and having you commentate a bit. So that'll be good. And you know, and we do have a we do have a little surprise for everybody come Friday Ooh, before the fight. We do. We do. Oh, that's right. What's the surprise? Do I even know the surprise? You don't. Oh you man, don't. you. What? Don't get a belt. That's yeah, what happened. That's definitely, that's I thought we were teasing that this week. Oh, is this no. the first tease? Yeah, this is the first tease. We're, we're going to have a little surprise for everybody. But for this surprise, you are going to have to be following the Titan FC Instagram page. As long as it doesn't block you. As long as you don't get blocked. You know, as long as Shorty stops sending indecent photos. is message McMaynard. And saying unblock Shorty Ooh. hashtag. I'm gonna start that hashtag. Have you seen my unblock. hashtag Shorty? Yeah. Shorty towards the UFC. Free Shorty. Yeah, hashtag free Shorty. <laughs> hashtag free Shorty. I'm good with that. Ah, oh, dude, I'm gonna I'm making one. Making it. I'll tell you what. I'll make that. I'll make that one because we're only. Oh, we'll talk about this after because I will make that part of the part of the All surprise. Right. But right. you do have to follow me. Uh, or not me, follow the Titan FC Instagram page. Be sure to keep an eye out for the Instagram live section of the Titan FC page because we are going to be doing something a little special for the fans leading up to the fight Friday How about this? Remind me. Remind me when it's time. This is going to be so special. This is not accessible anywhere. Nowhere. If I don't make it happen, it doesn't happen. Ooh. That's how cool this will be. Like my belt. <laughs> no, no, it'll be better than your belt. No, actually, this is this. actually going to happen. It, it, it yeah. actually is gonna oh, happen. this is actually going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah fuck man. your belt. <laughs> fuck my belt. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stuff you next to the baboon. Be like, uh, yeah. you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> with, with one, one belt. belt. With one belt. I'm going to go to Walmart and buy you one Jeez, of those like WWE belts. Oh, it's like, man. here's your second belt. It's definitely more than what Lex is giving me. So... <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be something extra special now. We're we're up in the ante on this one. Yeah, we're going all in, man. But you're not going to fill me in on anything. Well, not now, because then it takes away. You kind of said, "Don't break the tea." All right, so we're not going to break the tea. Just the tip, right now. That's we're it. just just the tip. Just gotta gotta start gentle. <laughs> so we're gonna make sure that you guys are following the Titan FC, all the social, but keep an eye out for Friday. We are going to do something special for everybody. In the meantime, I think that is all, gentlemen. Shorty, if you want to give a message out to the folks, you have anything to say before you take off? Lex, I want my belt. Or you can also say follow hashtag free shorty. Free, uh, hashtag free shorty. Hashtag free shorty. Tag McMaynard. That actually, I'm, I'm starting a, a picture campaign right now. But um, yeah, if anybody wants to follow, uh, follow me, please. Social media, Instagram is Jose Shorty Torres. Facebook, same Jose Shorty Torres. Little quotations around Shorty and Twitter, Shorty Torres one two five. Also, if anybody wants to support the team, I do do twenty percent of all my earnings to the kids at my gym to travel around the world to compete. It's Jose Shorty and I really appreciate all the support, guys. Thank you. So. I mean, he's just shameless at plugging everything. Oh, I, I think I think you, yeah. sir, need to pay the bills here at Titan FC to keep the lights on, so to speak. We got to pay, pay the some bills. bills to our sponsor. So we're gonna go ahead and remind you guys. First of all, be sure to get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Come out August eighteenth, eighteenth at the Pembroke Pine City you, Center. You've only taken pictures for this event, shot videos for this yeah. event. How do you not know the fucking date? Man, I just totally blanked out. I'm too busy thinking about <laughs> about the, the prizes that we're going to be giving away. They're but, pretty cool. Um, just a reminder, everybody, it is not just the Pembroke Pine City Center anymore. They did change the name. I think it's Dodge uh, something, uh, Pembroke Pine City Center. So just in case, if you're having an issue with uh, Google Maps, it is oh, that same. they got similar. some naming rights to it, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they did. So keep oh, an eh, eye out for, for that. Um 
As like said, it is available on UFC Fight Pass. So go ahead and check it out at UFC.com. Sign up for the UFC Fight Pass if you want to look at it at home. Uh, accessible for most of the parts around the world, wherever the restrictions. As always, this podcast is brought to you and sponsored by It's a 10 Hair Care. If check you- them out to get luscious locks like Mr. Alexis used to have. Fabio. They were luscious, and had he had It's a 10, he'd probably still have them. There's a reason why they call me El Guapo. Fabio. El Guapo. Fabio used to call me for hair care tips, all right? It's that good. But, yes, check out It's a 10 Hair Care. It is available at your stores. They've even got He's a 10 now. He's a 10. That's right. And uh, they actually, if you notice, once I've in a while. I've been using it. Yeah, well, you can tell. You don't even have hair. <laughs> it's like me. Like Shout. it's a tin's got to come up with anti-graying material. Um, That's why I cut my hair because all my hair is gray. We need to do like a little commercial. That's what you need to do for the funny videos. Just because yep. I actually do have a good photo now that we're talking about it of our two balding uh, announcers, Kamaru and Showdown Joe, and right next to him is the it's a ten yeah, bottles. Yeah, yeah. It's always pretty funny. But yes, please check out our sponsor. Show them support because the more you support them, the more they support us, and we want to keep on bringing you guys amazing fights. Thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to We're out. check out TitanFighting.com. Follow us on social. Peace out.